0: advantage of the day. Okay. When you get an opportunity in this game, you make a play. The playmakers all on three. One, two, three. Playmakers. Touchdown, Kansas City. The Chiefs are right in the thick of it, baby. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this final uh, episode of Defending the Kingdom for the 2020 regular season and the 2021 postseason. Mitch Holter's with you, the voice of the Chiefs, along with 10-year National Football League veteran and also Chiefs Ambassador, Community Leader. We call him the shop, the barber shop, Sean Barber. And we've got our Bose headphones. We're, this is Valentine's week. Here we go. Hope you all took care of your Valentine or will. Uh, reminds me to do the same for me. But how romantic are these headphones? I mean, these are awesome. Just go to Bose.com. These Bose seven hundred eleven, what, six eleven levels of noise cancellation
1: shop? Levels. Yes, sir, okay. 11
0: levels. Just go to Bose.com, drop down on the You see a headlo- uh headphones. Just drop down from there and you'll find these Bose 700s and get them for uh, your Valentine and watch the magic happen. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. Okay. Uh, here we are. We're going uh, to cover a lot of things here on this basically last show before we uh, give it a rest and then jump into the 2021 regular season. And we're going to call this the PPE show. Now, I don't want anybody, I pray that there would be no misunderstanding here. We are, first what we want to do is honor those folks who have had to wear personal protective equipment for the past year. Every day shop, people that are in the front lines of healthcare, people that are in the front lines of making sure everything is clean and sanitary and safe. I think of those people at, at one Arrowhead drive that has, there's a gal named Maddie had to wear PPE every day and had to mm. scrub everything down to make sure it was safe for our players and coaches and staff well that's just one example of thousands of people in the chiefs kingdom that have had to wear PPE uh, to uh, sacrifice for all of us to try to keep us safe so let's start there there are people whose uh, lives have been dedicated to keeping other lives safe
1: uh, definitely you know the doctors the nurses all the even the people doing the research to find out. Uh, to get us to a point now where we can begin to get vaccinated for the um, the COVID-19. I mean, we just can't. We can't appreciate them enough. We can't thank them enough. It's it's whatever we try to say and do is going to come and fall so far short of how we truly feel and how we truly um, appreciate all the effort, time, all the sacrifice, um, the, the 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 first line workers and 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 the doctors and the nurses, even the people at the stadium. Testing the players and coaches and staff on a daily basis, um, you know, from us working um, as far as doing pre and post game show, you doing the um, game calls. We've had to meet these individuals on a week by week basis to have the opportunity to even come and film our game day shows. And so, to all of those folks um, that have given this season a chance, all across the nation, the every team in the NFL has had tremendous staff support, giving guys the opportunity to have a season when a lot of people thought that it was uh, un- impossible. They thought that the only way to have something like this would be a bubble. The NFL was going to have to create a bubble someplace, try to ship all 32 teams, shut down the city, make it all just football. No, the NFL did the right thing. Everybody created the right protocol. And what the Chiefs organization did was we always went above and beyond. Whatever the protocol was, um, our protocol seemed to be even further Extenuations um, of that protocol. And that kept our safe, our city, our town, our players, our coaches, us as individuals as safe as possible throughout the NFL football season.
0: Absolutely. And well stated. So first and foremost, we salute those who have had to wear PPE uh, every day and still do uh, to help us. But I thought that that PPE uh, could be an acronym for this episode because there's three things we're going to talk about here. First is pause. Okay. Two is perspective, and three is energy. All right? All right, there we go. All right, let's start with pause here, and I want to put it in a realm of what's happened the last three years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, the Kansas City Chiefs have been the most successful team shop in the National Football League regular season record of 38 and 10, mm-hmm. that is tied with the New Orleans Saints for best in the NFL in. Three-year span. This has been since Pat Mahomes has been Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback, including that ten loss, that tenth loss uh, in the regular season was the game where we pulled all the starters out and didn't play them against the Chargers. Then, when you look at uh, in the playoffs, well, in the division, fifteen and three in those three years, including one game against the Chargers, pulled everybody out, and then six and two in the playoffs, and nobody's been that successful in the NFL when you look at those uh, stats. But that's 56 games that this team played. That's three and a half seasons, three deep runs, three straight years. There has to be, in my opinion, in the next 30 to 45 days, a very important pause. And I'm going to give some stats here in a second. But you played. But when you make those deep runs into a season like this, I think to be ready for 2021 – there has to be a backup mentally, physically, and emotionally to try to get recharged. You played the game, but think about three and a half years and three years.
1: Well, I think that, you know, as a team and an organization, even as a coaching staff, you, we, 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 we want to humble ourselves and always talk about the next task. We want to humble ourselves talking about it's always one play, one season, one moment at a time. With that said, like you said, you do have to pause. And after a prolonged period, this three year window, you want to pause and really be able to evaluate, reflect and respect all the sacrifice that went on through that time period. Um, and, and all the change that went on and all the expectations um, that went on with that change for players to come into a new system. The new players like, like we haven't had the same 53 guys for three years. So we have to pause and kind of respect the change, even though Pat Mahomes was constant. There was change going on all around him. He's had to throw in to different receivers, different running backs. We've had a different defensive coordinator. We had different uh, schemes and philosophies on the defensive side of the ball. So there's been a lot of change going on. But you have to pause and see how each one of those down was placed, how everything has that domino effect, that, that ripple effect. And just look at it, 360-degree view, right? You cannot ignore the forest for the tree. Not because we're so close to this loss from the Super Bowl that we take time, we don't take time, to appreciate all the victories, all the playoff wins, all the left-handed throws, underhanded throws, the, 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 the Rose Bowl shift, all the phenomenal <laughs> things um, that has happened over this three-year period. Um, we got to take time. We got to take time, step back, and look at it and be able to really judge and evaluate how great this three seasons has been, how phenomenal a run has been, because I think I think with that, when we pause and step back and look at it, it'll give us a chance to really relax and unwind, and that will lead to us coming back in 2021, refreshed, focused with the purpose of understanding what our goal is, what the standard is, because now the standard is set high, but it wasn't just one season. This has been a consistency over the last three seasons, This gives us an expectation of greatness going into 2021.
0: And that creates pressure, uh, both the external and internal pressure that has been there. But I I think you said it very well, the whole relax, refresh. There's got to be some rest here. Yes. There's got to be some rest because there has not been any rest really after the 18th season to get, you know, within inches to Super Bowl 53. There was like, can you get back? Can you get back? That pressure was there starting right away after that loss to New England in that AFC Championship game. Well, they got back. They win it. They win the whole sh- shebang. And then the run it back tour started almost right after that. Mm-hmm. So can the Chiefs get back there again? They're the favorite right now in the NFL. Yeah, heck yeah, they can. But I think to do so, like I think we agree here, there's got to be a backup. There's got You've got to shut down the engines. You can't run full throttle on the same four tires for so long until you start blowing tires out. Let me just let me just give you an example here. I looked at four separate players, mm-hmm. and where this I think comes to mind. Let's just break it down to two because Patrick Mahomes, we know in these three years, has played uh, 3,488 snaps. He missed two games in 2019 with his injury, and then he sat out that game against the Chargers in Week 17 of 2020. But let's let's put Patrick aside. He had the surgery this week on his foot. Travis Kelsey, to me, is exhibit A of where we've got to get this guy some refresh time. He has played 3,381 snaps, regular season and postseason, in three years. The only week he missed was week 17, the Charger game, where we pulled all the starters out. Got to get him some help at that position. Uh, We have to also back him up and shut him down a bit because... The Chiefs have rode him really hard, and he's done amazing things. Never, never before uh, accomplished things in NFL history.
1: Man, you talk about the work ethic and the mindset of a guy like Travis Kelsey. Um, I think that it's, it's, it's something that's he, he's built that way, and you can see it in his brother also. They're built to be successful, uh, success-driven, purpose, passionate, um, um, goal-oriented type athletes. Um, whether you're talking about him or his brother. Um, I think you see when they share moments with each other, how 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 competitive they are in everything they do. And so if you organizationally from a top down, if we don't shut them down and, and actually ask him to push away from the, the film room, push away from the, the weight room, push away from the on-field training, have a moment just to reflect and look at, you know, pause, take a second to pause and appreciate that three years that he's accomplished those great feats, it's going to be almost impossible to ask him to start up another three years because I think that's what athletes do. They just they, they stack a brick upon a brick, a great season upon a great season, and before you know it, they're five, six seasons in, and their body decides to shut down. It's no mm-hmm. more what your mindset is. It's not anything about being a lack of competition. You're just emotionally, physically burnt out to prevent that burnout syndrome, I think, like you're saying, take a pause, relax, refresh, kind of reboot the system, and then you come back like year one, right? 2021 is not it's not a continuation of the last three years. 2021 is gonna be year one of another three or four year run that we need to, uh, from, a, from a corporate standpoint, from an organizational standpoint, but each one of our players has to realize exactly how much they've exerted, how much they've accomplished and achieved. They've achieved some great things in these three years, and nothing should be taken lightly just because of that last game um, that we didn't play our best. They understand that. But in the scope of a three-year period, they played some amazing, outstanding football and have definitely taken this organization and franchise to a higher level.
0: Yeah, they set NFL records. They set team records. It's been an amazing run of 38-10 and 10 in the regular season, 15 and three in the division and six and two in the playoffs. When you think prior to that, there was one playoff win from 1993 up until (laughs) 2015. And then that's the only one they had until six playoff wins in three years. All right. So we know with Kelsey and getting him some help too. I think whether we're looking at free agency or development of guys, we'll get to that in a second, or or looking at the draft. Times where Kelsey sets out a series or put – you know, because Kelsey will work nine on seven in the run game. He'll work seven on seven as a receiver. It's just everything's been put on his plate. Another guy that comes to mind. This is astonishing. When I was digging into Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, because I had to go back and look at his Houston year. Yeah. He was not here in 2018. That's part of your change. You guys moving in and out. It hasn't been the same for three years. Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, uh, fits that category. But in Houston, he had a playoff game in a regular season. Tyron Matthew in those three years has played. 3,602 snaps. Mm-hmm. The only week he's missed was week 17 of 2020 when we pulled the starters out and played the backups against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. He's another one to me because I thought that rest gave him energy. He, he hit the playoffs yes. and that was the old honey badger. I thought he was wearing down a little bit, just tired, uh, mentally, emotionally, and physically tired. Got to get him some help. Is that Thornhill? Is that Armani Watts? Is that somebody else, but also for the honey badger to back up, refresh, take a good breath, shut the throttle down, change the tires and change the oil. To me, the two guys, Kelsey and the honey badger need this pause as much as anybody.
1: Yeah. And what they, what they're going to learn from it is that sometimes by taking a step back, allowing you to uh, uh, rest, sharpen your axes, sharpen your tools when you come back and start chopping that wood, it splits that wood so much quicker. They can, <laughs> you'll get so you'll become so much more effective, right? You'll have more impact on your teammates. You'll have more impact on plays. You'll be a, more of a big playmaker. You'll be, you all these things when you're thinking to yourself, I gotta be there for my guys. I gotta be out there on the field, on the practice field, in the weight room, um, leading the meetings, emotionally, physically, mentally. I gotta be there. I gotta be there so they can count on me. I gotta be there at every moment. Sometimes you got to slide back a little bit. And sometimes, especially with Honey Badger, by him removing himself, it will allow Thornhill to grow. It will allow Wandhill to be forced to grow and develop leadership skills, not depending on Honey Badger. And now we'll have two awesome forces. But that will never occur if Honey Badger is always the vocal leader and he's always calling everybody to arms and he's, you know, uh, leading the chant to begin the game and all these things it allows everybody else around them to uh, um, release and 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 that and I feel that calling on their life. So there is going to be a period. I think this offseason, you say, if we take it the right way and approach it the right way, with a pause, with with our not only a team base but looking at like you said, Pat Mahomes, uh, Kelsey and Honey Badger. If some of our key leaders just step back a little bit and allow other people to grow around them, allow people to, to take some responsibility, some added responsibility, some added commitment and sacrifice. Those guys will grow around them, and those leaders can just sharpen their skills on the side. You don't always got to use your ax to make it more effective. Sometimes you take some time to sharpen it, and then when you get in that playing field, man, it's cutting through that wood like butter, like a knife through butter.
0: So the second part of this, calling this episode PPE, personal protective equipment and we wanted to honor the folks that have to wear that every day so first this pause of our dtk pp here the second one is perspective now we already hit on this you've hit on this to try to keep it in perspective but i wanted to focus here of not letting the one game the loss to tampa bay in super bowl 55 all of a sudden you said you can't see the forest because of the trees well you burn down the forest sometimes <laughs> just be based on a 60-minute game, right? We, that was the last uh, DTK was 60 minutes. Well, this 60 minutes doesn't roast the whole three years of what's happened or what can happen the next three years. Yes. Now, let me let me just look at this historically. There have been Let's just take the last 12 Super Bowls. All right. Let's go back to 2000. All right. In those 12 Super Bowls, seven teams have never been back. Arizona in 08, the Colts in 09, the Steelers in 10, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going through this. Uh, the, these are teams that lost the Super Bowl. Carolina in 15. Seattle after losing in 14. Atlantic had that comeback on them. That's crushed them. They haven't been back 16. Um, I'm talking about teams that have lost. The, 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 San Francisco came back twice after losing. Played us last year. And they lost to Baltimore in 12. Came back, but they lost both those games. All right. Peyton Manning. Lost in thirteen, he got destroyed forty-eight to nine uh, by uh, the Seattle Seahawks after the twenty thirteen season Super Bowl forty-eight. He came back two years later and won Super Bowl fifty with that really good defense. That in New England. That's it. The other seven teams have not been able the lost the Super Bowl. Have never been back since. Here's the point: the Kansas City Chiefs are built more like Peyton Manning Broncos, or the Brady Patriots, they have a chance to come back. But there is a tendency here, shop, both externally, your enemies, and your detractors and your haters, and then internally to overreact. We're going to burn down the forest because one tree was on fire. It's a big tree, the biggest, brightest, second biggest, brightest tree in the forest. But you don't burn the forest down to go, okay, hey, that tree's burned.
1: Man, I mean, the word perspective is, um, is the correct term to use because... I think uh, theoretically and as far as a a philosophy, I speak to a lot of the coaches pretty often. And the one thing they know that I I give them, the the little nugget I give them over and over again, the the process, the process, the process is always greater than the product. And even if that product does generate a Super Bowl victory, you don't forget about the process and you don't stop fine tuning it. You don't stop working on it. You're always working on your craft. you're always working on how to develop a more efficient, uh, a more effective player, a more um, a, a more value defense, a more um, um, aggressive style, more, better on third down, better in the red zone. You're always looking at your team in all these different measure uh, um, analytics and measurables to see how can your team become more effective on Sunday. That's going to equate to winning more ball games. And sometimes those tweaks, when when it comes to a Super Bowl loss. You forget about the process. The product. Oh, we, we didn't score a touchdown, Mitch. We didn't score a touchdown. Let's throw all the playbooks out. Let's 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 rebuild it. Let's 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 throw it all out and rebuild it from the ground up. You are throwing away so many great, unstoppable offensive plays and philosophies and defensive red zones and, 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 and techniques. Why would you do that? It was one moment, the perspective, one moment. We had one game where our guys didn't rise to occasion. Pat, the ball still was there under tremendous pressure, multiple pressures. He still was able to get the ball to key places. And for some reason, um, the, you know, the receivers, we just didn't complete the balls. It was a, a momentary lack of focus that led us to get into a point in that game where we had to go ahead and say, Tampa, today you are the better team. You were the more aggressive, you had the better game plan, your players played better. We, we, we're gonna have to bow down and, and just go ahead and say, you won this game. But by no means, by no means does that mean that the process we use to get there, like you said, from three seasons, we've been we've been fine-tuning this process. You do not throw that process out the window. You continue to grind and grind and grind. Understand from a perspective standpoint how to get a little bit better in certain details. How to work on your team getting even closer as a family, drawing closer, better communication, more trust, uh, your leadership from the leaders, right? Less, some some penalties. we got to sharpen up on that area to make us even more potent, even more explosive, defensive, even more stout in the red zone in the 2021 season.
0: Yeah, and you look at it again, the Cardinals of 08, the Colts of 09, the Steelers of 10, uh the Panthers of 15, Falcons of 16, Seattle of 14. Seven different teams that have not been back to the Super Bowl since losing. And sometimes, not all the all those cases, but in many cases, if you study those teams, it's been an overreaction yes. to a Super Bowl loss that actually set them farther away from getting back to the Super Bowl. than so it ends up being counterproductive. All right, the final part again, P P E, pause. The rest that's needed, especially for some of these veterans, Kelsey and Matthew and others, perspective, and then three, energy. Now, this is going to sound like a contradiction because you're saying, wait a minute, Mitch and Shop, you're saying this team needs to back off and shut down. They do. Coach Reed, one of his four postulates is to create energy. I'm looking for the next 60 days, 90 days, younger players who can develop that now does give you energy. We already talked about Juan Thornhill maybe on the defensive side, a guy like LeJaria Sneed, Tim Ward. There's guys in the crockpot that we talk about that that have been developing. Uh, How does Willie Gay Jr. come back from his surgery? Because he's an energy giver. It looks like he he can be explosive plays. Offensive line has got a lot of discussion since Super Bowl 55 and the loss to Tampa Bay. We saw that uh, backups had to play in different spots. Got young guys like Yasir Durant, Martinez Rankin, even Daryl Williams, who's the offensive lineman Daryl Williams from Mississippi State that basically had a redshirt season. This sounds like a contradiction because you're saying, "Well, wait a minute, you guys have got to back off and shut down a bit." Yes, but I'm looking for younger guys to Churn, develop, create energy, fill in spots. Yes. What can we What can we find now, new to help us have some new energy going into 2021?
1: All right, well, uh, I'm not good at math, so we know we got 53 <laughs> players on the staff. We know we got 10 or uh, some on the practice squad, so that's about 63 guys. But we know on the average NFL roster, right, when, it, when you talk about the true starters, the guys that are playing the, the the real meat of your snaps, it's, right, 11 on offense, that's just 22. That, that's about 30 or so more players that, that are just spots. They come in, they come in, in and out, in and out, in and out. They haven't played the, the exhausting... Uh, games like you said from a honey badger or pat mahomes or kelsey so for those 30 guys while everybody you know the starters are pushing back getting some perspective pausing you know taking some time to look at the last three years those, those young guys are time to amp up this is time for those guys to dive deeper in the playbook understand their job not only their opportunity their alignment assignment but now stretch beyond that. Understand what the guy beside you to the left, the guy to the right, the guy in front of you, and the guy behind you. Understand your position. It's called knowing your position from a 360-degree viewpoint. I know what I'm doing, but I also know the guys in front of me, what they're doing, the guy behind me, and the guys on my flanks. If I know what everyone is around me doing, it will make you a better player, more productive, more faster, more efficient. You'll make more plays, you'll get plays, you'll make less mistakes, right? All of these things work hand-in-hand. Hand. Usually with young guys, you just want them to know their job. You you, you understand the playbook is so big, it, it's so vast. Man, if you can just learn your spot, you can help this team win. Well, guess what? It's not year one anymore. Any, any it's time for the young guys to take responsibility and understand what it means to be a pro's pro, what it means to be uh, a, a more than just a a, a a ancillary player, just a guy who was asked to come in on a nickel or dime package. Everybody needs to accept the responsibility of what the guys are doing around them, right, and add energy to the room because you know what's going on all around you. That adds energy. We say energy is never destroyed, right? It's never created. It's never destroyed. It's only transferred. So if we need more energy for our starters, it has to come from the guys under them pushing them. By their own performance, it's pushing them and raising them guys on game days, to even perform at a higher level, to keep those positions, to keep those spots, competition is key. Communication is key. But yes, we gotta have young guys um, creating, building, and then transferring that energy to our uh, to, to our to our normal starters.
0: Well, so there we go. There's our uh, PPE again. A big uh, tribute to the folks that have to wear personal protective equipment every day, especially in this COVID environment, that keep things. <laughs> safe for us, or help those um, who uh, need it the most. But then our Chiefs PPE here going into the next several months, and that is pause, perspective, and energy. Chop, thanks for the uh, last several months. Uh, Man, it's been, it's not been easy. This has not been easy. Uh, But in many ways, we've all grown. Um, It's been a faith stretcher. Uh, It's been tough every day to think, man, you got to but, you know, I've got to stay healthy. I've got to make sure I protect my teammates. I've got to protect others as well as ourselves. But, uh, you know, it's rewarding. We're, we're going to have our own PPE here. I think you and I, we're going to pause, pause for a while. We're going to have our perspective, and then we're going to come back with some real energy going into the 2021 season. But thanks, my friend, and uh, God bless you and your family.
1: Always an honor. Obviously, I'm humbled to be able to be a you know co-host with you on Defending the Kingdom. We speak about football. We speak about everything. But everybody knows us from our hearts, from our minds, our souls realize that it's faith. It's what drives us every day. We have faith beyond what we can see. We have faith in our coaching staff, in our community, in Chiefs Kingdom. We just understand the more we can educate and the more we can bring our knowledge about the game out to the community, It's going to make our fans even more electric, more excited to be uh, at Arrowhead Stadium uh, at the next playoff run to see the evolution of this team. It's like a family. We just bring each other closer. We talk about it. We discuss it. We keep moving on. But like we said, man, from a faith standpoint, um, we we just got to be great and faithful in the little things. And then we'll be faithful in the big things. And that's we 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 take care of the little things and the little things will take care of the big things.
0: It said, there's a verse there, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that's what we both cling to. Thank you, my friend, uh, Sean Barber. uh, And we close out this 2020 regular season and 2021 postseason on this episode of Defending the Kingdom. Again, thanks to Bose and these Bose 700 headphones. uh, And we'll get ready to do it again, just a PPE here. We'll pause, keep perspective, and come back to create energy. Thanks for joining us all year long here on Defending the Kingdom.